Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. and gentlemen this is the tim burns show i'm your host tim burns the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth and this is the place you're going to want to tune in to learn something new if you learn something new every day you'll keep senility away you'll keep that electricity popping in between the most important seven inches of life between the ears and we're only responsible for ourselves in this regard now i can i can tell you a lot of stuff here but I'm not here to make you believe anything. I'm here to make you think. And if you really want to turn a belief into a knowing, you got to do the homework yourself. Well, on the website here, uh, for those of you who are aware, the In Case You Missed It area is not a breaking news area. It's, it, are, it is items that are power-packed with information. And I've got two that I posted over the weekend coming into the show today. One of them is the Cheryl Mills to destroy. I'm going to go over that article today. Cheryl Mills to destroy emails about boss Hillary Clinton. Now, Cheryl Mills is the right-hand staff person of Hillary in the State Department, whereas Huma Abedin was the right-hand person following her, all, uh, following her all over the place. So these are the two main, well, for lack of a better word, protectors. The reason I've posted this article, and we're going to go over it, it is well worth your read. It really does summarize what the whole email, uh, the problem for Hillary really is, but it also is highly reflective of, well, how the Clintons do business, to deflect, to delay, to defray, to make sure that the media is carrying the ball for them. And they know that they're back to, I just, with this issue alone and taking that to the next level where she is going to be president, I can tell you how much they think they're going to be able to get away with. It's because they have a track record of getting away with it. They have a track record of everything being filtered down into one little tagline that you can take away and say, huh, well, there's really nothing to that. Just like. You know, I point out when we play Chris Matthews, he is the steroid version of it, but it's all the same as far as the deadhead media. Now, in this summary, as it's put, you will see that there's there's some real issues in the courtroom regarding Hillary Clinton's emails. And yet, I saw another CNN article, and I don't know if I put that down, but... CNN, their headline alone is, well, it's dictating how they want you to think about the whole issue. 
And uh, let me see if I actually put that down or just wrote it down somewhere. Oh, yeah, here. We have Cheryl Mills to destroy emails about boss Hillary Clinton. The CNN version of the relatively same story, and I almost think right in the middle of that story of CNN, they have a whole different tact they're taking. But right in the middle, it's almost like they pilfered from this article that I have posted up on the website. And the website is timburnshow.com. Uh, if you want to take a view, I'm a niche. I'm a reference point. I have lots of business, uh, economic, financial statistics. They're really handy. They really paint good pictures that that the common man can understand. Yeah, you got to do a little bit of homework on them. You got to weigh out pictures with other pictures to get a nice, clear, full perspective of what the business world is doing and what's going on with it. Um, but the CNN article, they must have taken, because it's almost word for word out of the article in the uh, uh, that I have posted. But what they're doing, uh, the article from CNN, Clinton certifies she has turned over work-related emails. I'll, I'll say that headline again. And actually at the bottom of the article, after you go through the whole thing, Wilkinson, Mills's attorney, told CNN, we are abiding by the court orders. If you read the article I've posted, they're doing everything but abiding. They're doing everything they can to make it a hassle. Or as the article points out, and we'll read it, they're thumbing their nose at the court. And this is actually a judge who did appoint in his history, he appointed a special prosecutor. So uh, the other article that I posted is, there's three charts in there. This is from Stephen Goddard. He's been a climate scientist for a long, long time. He is of the mind that at some point, all of the false science that is being taught to our kids, first and foremost, are being taught to our kids in schools, they're learning it all along the way. They grow up with this. It's really hard to learn to unlearn. Once you are embedded over a 10-year period of time, when your mind is a blank slate, when it's a chalkboard waiting to be filled with information, you can, you can almost teach a kid anything in that regard. Well, this, the article is called Mind-Blowing Temperature Fraud at NOAA, uh, which is the uh, North... Uh, it, it's the uh, atmospheric um, organization. And the, the charts are very self-explanatory. You've heard me saying, we listened to Obama last week talk about how 14 out of 15 years are warmer than normal. Well, that's because he's basing it on the adjusted numbers. And what they did at NOAA is if they didn't like a number, they simply threw it out and found some other way to measure it from some other either time or from some other measuring device. As I pointed out, that one commentator said, well, of course, temperature is going to be hotter if you're pointing your laser from the satellite at the airport tarmac in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's probably going to read just like downtown temperatures in most any major metropolitan area are always going to be slightly warmer. Why? Because it's a concrete jungle down there. That jungle, that concrete absorbs heat, it holds heat longer, and it actually will be a little warmer in every downtown. So both of those are very worthy of a look at. But what we're going to do here today is I got a little article on this new surge of illegals coming in. It's really quite 
amazing that, well, we'll get to it. And then I'm going to get into Iraq, I mean Iran, and another article that came out. I'm sure you've seen the ad in support of this deal. It's being played over and over on your television set. We're going to go through the exact things they say in that ad. And then we're going to move into a little bit uh, past uh, uh, we're going to do the email Hillary and another couple of tidbits regarding Hillary and, of course, the war on women, because I want you to think about a couple of things. So let's let's do this uh, headline comes from Homeland Security admits new surge of illegals. This is really, really interesting, but it does fit the whole game plan going forward, and that is to flood the system with illegals and watch people get lost in the shuffle, watch people be able to get social security and driver's licenses, and then slip through to the favorite democratic precinct and have the illegals basically render a vote. Those who are not allowed to vote in our system are going to have no problem voting because a blind eye is going to be turned. So Things may get worse if illegal immigrants hear about Judge Dolly G's July 24th ruling, all but prohibiting detention of illegal immigrant families. In other words, if there is an illegal immigrant family being detained, they must be released. Central American parents may actually be enticed to bring their children on the perilous journey north, realizing that they can use their kids as shields to get themselves released from detention. Deputy Border Patrol Ronald Vitiello, Vitiello said if the ICE family detention centers are shut down, it will mean illegal immigrants languish longer at Border Patrol facilities, which aren't set up for longer-term holding and it would distract agents from their chief job of trying to catch new, well, I would assume that that's part of the game plan. The more confusion at the border, the more people slip through the cracks. The more that our border agents are having to tend to other duties that they were not hired for, the more they're going to be distracted from the duties that they are hired for, the responsibility of providing for the common defense at the border. Deputy, uh, this, this is, comes from him, this would greatly impact our operational capacity and our ability to secure the borders while facilitating lawful trade and travel, the deputy chief said. In an affidavit filed with the court, the filing was one signal that President Obama intends to fight Judge G's ruling. So what is Obama's? You would think he's all for the families, right? This ruling helps to free these people from detention, right? Isn't that what Obama's all about? You've got one dreamer. You've got the whole family that needs to be brought in. So why is Obama fighting this? Why is he intending to fight against this order by Judge G because he wants as much confusion as possible. He wants chaos down there. Immigration rights advocates are likely to be angered by the move. This just proves Obama has one motivation to flood the system, whether it's five, whether it's the other six who didn't get approved in the first DACA 
situation. They're first dreamers. Then you tie the families. So 5 becomes 11, becomes 22, 33, 44. And what do we got? Well, we got even more chaos than we have now. In the two weeks since her initial ruling, Democrat, Democratic leaders in Congress had called on the administration to comply with Judge G's. So he's even going, Obama's even going against the congressman in Washington, D.C. He's on the other side of the ball. This court ruling is a chance for the U.S. government to put a definitive end to its harmful and illegal family detention policy. Clara Long said, a researcher at Human Rights Watch said after the ruling, we're seeing, this is back to, uh, uh, back to the uh, um, patrol chief, we're seeing a little of everything, he said. We're seeing a whole lot list of countries. It's not just South and Central American countries. We're starting to see the African countries and Asian countries. Well, hold it. African countries and Asian countries, where are they coming from? They're coming from across the Mexican border. So this is the easily, the most easy access point there is now. The entire world has figured this out. And I want you to think about this in context of ISIS. If they're looking to carry out, as they, an article I just read, they are looking to carry out big attacks now. Mass casualty attacks. That's their new goal. They're tired of the lone wolves. I guess there's not enough people converting here within the states and carrying off the kinds of attacks that ISIS, the big boys in ISIS want. So now it's time to think about strategies to carry off the big one. Now, what do you think in their world is a big one? Something comparable to 9-11? Now think about that last thing I read. We're starting to see African countries and Asian countries. Now, do you not think ISIS or Muslim Islamic terrorist related individuals are down on that other side? If this is the access point from all over the world, they come to Mexico because they know they can get across the border without any problem. Think about, in retrospect, think about 9-11 and how outrageous the idea that you had individuals 2019 individuals invading this country and of course our guards were down of course we didn't anticipate this of course securities weren't heightened in those days sometimes you do need that slap upside the head that wakes you up so you've got this outrageous act in retrospect that happened and you're thinking how could they how could they invade how could they assimilate how they became one of us, they practiced, they planned over two years. They did their homework and carried out their practice routines until they pulled it off, and it was spectacular as far as the imagery that it created. This is what ISIS wants to do now. And now that the border is wide open, can you imagine, just think about this, can you imagine something even more spectacular than 9-11? Probably not. You have to really think about it. But if our borders are wide open, 
If planes are coming across and there's no security going on right now, can you think about all of those Islamic extreme terrorists who might be on the other side of the border who have access to maybe a drug car? How much would it take to pay a drug cartel for a plane loaded up with a dirty bomb, an actual nuke, fly it across, and even if it's even if our border patrol is pulled back 50 miles, how many cities, major cities, big cities are just across the border from Mexico? And think about something like that going off. Do you think we'd get a clue as a country at that point that it's most important to secure the border? Well, I think it's time to secure the border now. Let's not have to think in retrospect about that kind of spectacular attack because that is the next level. Is a nuke. They talk about it. They want to get it done. We're giving access to Iran to develop nukes. We're going to go over that ad. It's outrageous, this ad, in in support of the Iran deal. All right, so this is the Tim Burns Show on 810 KLVZ. Stick around, everyone. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. The convention business is big business. Why? Because big business is done at these conventions. 20%, 40 half the business for the entire year can be done at these conventions. If it's time for your company to step up and you just don't know where to start, I encourage you to call Nominal Exhibit Services. Not one company does it all, but one company takes care of all the logistics, and that's Nominal Exhibit Services. Call them at 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. Remember Hank's story about the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time? Yeah, you were right. JT Jewelry does have some really cool stuff. So I did what Hank did. Got Amy two pieces of jewelry, and she loved them. And that special touch of going together to the jewelry store to get her pendant just the way she wanted it worked like a charm. Next time you see Hank, tell him thanks. I will, but let me tell you another story. I saw Bill, and he looked like a truck had run him over. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he went to a bunch of other jewelry stores looking to get a gift for Jean. And they had all the same stuff, and it was nothing but bling by all the same designers. He stepped up to the pump, spent a pretty good penny, and gave it to her, and she loved it. So he was a hero. Yep, but only until they went to a wedding reception a few days later. As people were introducing themselves, a lady came up, and they both noticed they were wearing the exact same pendant. Yowch! Yep, he's been in the doghouse ever since. I'm gonna guess you told him about jt-jewelry.com. Yes, I did. All right, welcome back here. Let's transition right to Iran because, in essence, Iran, although they may not be sponsoring ISIS, they're sponsoring the other side of the political landscape of Islamic terrorism. You've got ISIS, and then you've got Iran. Well, Iran is fighting ISIS in Iraq, but yet they both have the same goal, 
to carry out against the United States. Here's a headline. Iran rejects accusations about military site as lies. Now, there is the site that is going to be the first to be reviewed. They're giving Iran time. Well, I guess they're they're planting flowers and uh, making everything, cutting the grass, making it all look nice before the inspectors come in from the IAEA. Yeah, right. A U.S. think tank on Friday questioned Tehran's explanation of that activity at the particular military site visible in satellite imagery was related to road work and suggested it was a cleanup operation before the inspectors arrive at the site. Again, (laughs) flowers and grass. They, this is an Iranian official, they, opponents of the deal, have spread these lies before. Their goal is to damage the agreement. This is all about the agreement for them, too. It's entirely about a piece of paper for Obama. And aren't we supposed to be negotiating, getting our best interest versus what they want out of the deal? And yet, they seem to be on the same side as far as this agreement is concerned. Iran and Obama are on the exact same side. The think tank added that we're neutral on this. We don't have politics. This, the foreign minister of Iran said, this is an artificial dispute to distract the world. Have you heard anybody in the administration come out and actually say, no, this isn't to distract the world. This is the first step in the deal. This is at least the starting point, the first red line that you, Iran, need to agree with and need to get your act together on. And Iran's just out there saying, no, it's all lies. Some pro-Israel groups have spent millions of dollars on an advertising campaign to persuade members of the U.S. Congress to reject the deal. And we're going to go over one of these. But uh, let's see. I had some other news on that. It was very interesting. And maybe it's just not quite where I need it to be. Uh, Let's see here. Well, that's... uh, Anyway, what we have, obviously is that Iran can basically thumb their nose at any of the red lines that are in this preliminary, waiting for final approval. And again, the bottom line is Obama thinks this a legacy for him, thinks this is actually delaying, and that's what the ad gets to. Now, I am sure you have seen this ad because it's almost played every half an hour as far as I'm concerned. And it has one of the names I remember is a general from Israel. It's creating the impression that the entire nation of Israel is behind getting this deal signed because it's going to make them say, in fact, this commercial actually adds at the end, this is the safest, this is what's best for America and Israel regarding peace. And it couldn't be further from the truth. In the ad, though, itself, it talks, they go through, we need this deal, this will delay, this will, this, that, and everything else. 
but the quote words I pulled out of it, round-the-clock monitoring. This is how they're describing the deal in this pro, let's sign the deal, let's get this done. Round-the-clock monitoring. Inspectors on the ground. Have you heard that there's any inspectors in on the ground right now? And this whole round-the-clock monitoring, that goes right back to that Democrat congressman from uh, congresswoman from Virginia who was saying, hey, we've got all of the technology to be able to keep an eye on them 24-7. If they have any radioactivity, we can notice it. Well, we haven't been able to notice it for however many years they've been hiding that stuff deep under the ground. And this round-the-clock monitoring is at all of Iran's nuke sites. You mean the ones we actually know about? You mean, oh, Iran must have in this deal actually exposed some of the nuke sites they have that we didn't know about? Just because they really wanted this deal as bad as Obama, they must have been giving up information regarding, hey, we're going to open up ourselves. We're going to be truthful with you, United States. Oh, by the way, death to America. The other, uh, <laughs> the other taglines right at the end of this ad. And I, I guess there's no more truth in advertising. You can say whatever you want to say. As long as there's an ignorant we the people out there who are willing to lop it up. Like I had mentioned before, we, this whole money in politics, this, uh, uh, the Supreme Court ruling, I forget what it was called. Uh, it'll come to me when I'm on something else. But this whole uh, 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 United, uh, whatever it is. Anyway, there would be no need for the amount of money in politics like it is if all of these ads were coming to a people that were highly informed because they wouldn't be persuaded with lies, with, well, not quite truths. If we, the people, had that foundation of our American foundation first, our principles, our founding values, if we were taught that in schools, if we understood that, we would, be have, we would actually have the ability to compare, to weigh out what's being said in a particular ad like this one, and how it comes in context with our founding documents. And all you have to do is look at that formula for peace contained in the preamble. It's really plain and simple. And don't think our founders didn't use words as they were intended to be meant. And the words are simple. They're easily understood. So at the, at the end of this ad, this is, quote, the best existing option the best existing option. Well, if the options are all lousy and this is the best of all those lousy existing options, then it's not very good. This is the best possible alternative. Now that's, of course, going hand in hand with the idea that if we don't get this deal done, what's going to happen? Yes, all out war. The either or scenario, the black and white scenario of, hey, we know you're ignorant, we the people out there, and we can say anything to you want. So here, don't try and be nuanced in trying to understand the, the intricacies of this deal. Just know this. We either sign the deal and we're all safe, or we don't, and we're going to war with Iran. That's exactly what they want us to think. 
And at the end of this ad, it says it prevents nukes. Well, it hasn't prevented them so far. And you think it's going to prevent them by signing a piece of paper? No. In at, even that statement was true. All it does is delay things. Like Matthews tried to say to us, like hardball Chris Matthews tried to say, they're two months away. Obama put it out there as we're six months away from Iran actually having a nuke. So this deal, according to Matthews, delays that inevitability by 10 years, and then they'll have the nuke in two year, 10 years and two months. Do we really, is it really necessary for us to fall for this, well, for lack of a better word, garbage? I guess so. As long as Obama, again, is going to get his legacy piece of paper if he gets it, unless they vote it down. And it's going to be a legacy, but it's not going to be a legacy he wants. All right, so what we're going to do here when we come back. Oh, did you know Obama went on vacation? Yeah, 17 days, $12 million estate. One thing I want you to understand, 40 vacations this guy has taken in six and a half years. That's six a year almost. My goodness, what a life. All right, we'll be right back on the Tim Burns Show. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. On Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Layla Ali. I might be undefeated in professional boxing, but there's one problem I can't fight alone. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids in America struggle with it. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. I want to tell you about some really good people. What started as one phone call from northern New Mexico in 2007 has turned into rescuing 500 and giving good homes to 500 animals a year. You know, they need your help. They need your donations. They do it all out of the goodness of their heart, out of their own pockets. I encourage you to give them a generous donation if you give to dog rescue operations. Go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com and give generously. Welcome back here to the Tim Burns Show. Um, yeah, 40 vacations by Obama since he's been president. And there was another headline, Obama vacation four times longer than average Americans. 
Well, 17 days. But I was reading the article. <laughs> And they were talking about, yeah, well, it's a long vacation he makes up at Martha's Vineyards in that $12 million estate. But usually he's always interrupted. Remember when the guy got his head cut off and he had to have his, uh, his round of golf interrupted? But it didn't stop him because as an hour later he was hustling back to the golf course after making this statement regarding the beheading of one of the journalists over there in the Mideast. So... Uh, four times longer than average Americans and five times as many on an annual basis. Who do you know? Well, maybe there's some people who take two vacations a year. So maybe it's only three times as many every year. But six vacations a year? And uh, that is probably a family vacation. That doesn't count. All of the, well, the shopping stop type vacations that Michelle loves to go on and and educate her daughters about how the real world works, or at least how credit card processors work. Oh, that's right. They don't have credit cards. Oh, this goes on the We the People taxpayer expense card. Beautiful. All right. So I wanted to bring up, we mentioned this on Friday. And I was thinking about this over the weekend. We mentioned about the jobs report and the story I told you regarding the amount of foreign-born women from 07 to now. There are one million more working foreign-born women in this country through the Obama years, basically, 07. I mean, that's, that's including you know, the financial crisis and all of the jobs that were lost in the real estate crash heading into the dovetail into the financial crisis and for one gigantic financial mess. But think about it. For American citizen women, that number has gone down by 100, I think I remember correctly, I don't have it written down, I think it was 144,000 less American citizen women working in the last eight years. This all goes with this visa work visa program. And what we talked about Friday was this shadow work visa program. The legal immigration allows for a million plus 700,000 of the work that, remember I told you about 5.5 million work visas. That was the game plan right from the get-go with the Obama administration. Start giving out work visas. Why? Because those people getting work visas would also probably be able to get the two necessary items to turn this country into a one-party rule, and that is a Social Security number and a driver's license because they'll always be able to find a place that will let them vote, period. If you don't think that, then you're kidding yourself and you don't understand the landscape. Well, you've got, uh, you've got also on top of the 5.5 million jobs, that article pointed out an additional with this shadow immigration work visa system, roughly a million a year more. You add the 7.1 million, I believe, is what the tally was on that, to the 5.5. Obama has created how many jobs? 
he touts 11 and a half. Okay, well, let's add a couple more months worth of 200,000. Let's call it 12 million. 7 million plus 5.5 million. That's 12 and a half million. And those are all foreign born in this country, legal and illegal people who have taken jobs Americans won't do? No. When you have companies bringing in foreign workers who are being trained by the 20-year workers, IT jobs, big-paying jobs, and these 20-year workers for whatever, public utility, whatever the case may be, are training these foreign-born workers to take over their own job at 40% less pay. That's how you upend the entire system in the United States. Well, uh, the if you look at those facts and figures, and then you add in this whole mantra that we've heard for how long, what is one of the major stereotypes? And we're going to get it because Trump obviously is attracting a lot of attention and I can just you can almost hear the clock you know the grinding going on from democrat political strategists how they're going to frame this into the quote which war that's right the war on women now let's think about the reality let's think about the truth about the real war on women and who is perpetrating the fraud of blaming a political party, the Republicans, for a war on women when, in fact, the stats, the figures, the numbers prove it. That with this shadow immigration, with all of the work visas handed out, the real and the actual real numbers. Hey, American women, guess who's really perpetrating a war on you? That's right the Obama administration, and Democrats. Because it's more important for them to get voters that's going to give them power that they will never have to relinquish if they get what they want. And then who cares about the war on women for them at that point? They've got total control. But just in case you really want to know, the real war on women, it's coming from this administration. And the numbers prove it. So... When you hear, and, and again, as I've said a number of times, we heard the ads during the last political cycle in 2014. Women get paid 77 cents on the dollar compared, to, and I read you that article, giving you specific reasons of why that might be the case. Certain benefits might be built in, certain actuary, t- whatever the case may be. But the bottom line is, has anybody stepped up? Has one woman Have you seen the deadhead media bring one woman out and say, that's me. I work side by side with a guy. He, I only get paid 77 cents on the dollar compared to him. Have you heard any? Have you heard one example? Has been one proof that a court would say, you know, you're right. You have been discriminated against. I mean, you want to talk about an issue they could run with? If they could find one woman, well, they make it sound like there's millions of women like that out there, and yet all they do is give us ads during the political cycle regarding that. 
They never bring out the actual cases. Why? Because it doesn't exist. Because if there was one woman, how easy would it be for her to tweet, her to Facebook out, I'm the one. And if it was really the case that it was true, the media, the deadheads could every single day on the nightly news, they could be showing, they could, they could propagandize this until we're sick of hearing about it, until we would actually hear it so much, we might even shrug our shoulders and say, gee, it must be true. But it isn't, or else we would hear about it. Now, one last thing before we get into Hillary here is, <laughs> geez, I tell you, Hillary has come up with, you want to talk about somebody who's going to take what Obama's policies are, are and give them a steroid shot? Now, if you've been around the Tim Burns show for a while, you heard me talk that I believe in the back pocket of this administration in order to attract a new base of potential voters, ones that go outside the bounds of the minority, well, the supermajority minorities that they have. How many blacks vote for Obama? How many Hispanics vote for Obama or Democrats? 77 plus Hispanics, 90% plus with blacks? Well, just in case... We need another base, and it might as well be every race. But this is a way to get a whole new crop of young white voters motivated to come out to the poll and give us the power that we can lock up our one-party system America in perpetuity. And that is, you take all the student loans and you say, well, we've got money in the treasury. We're going to go ahead and pay off your student loans. I did a show where I told you before Obama took office, it was like 200 billion, 100 and I think it was underneath 150 billion dollars in total student loans. And it's over a billion dollars every year, uh, over a trillion dollars now. Every year, they were lighting it up with student loans to the tune of over a billion, over a hundred billion a year in money loaned out for the student loan program. We went from 150 billion to over a trillion in loan values. Now, you tell me how many people that is. I don't know. Millions? And all of a sudden, you come out and say, by the way, we think these student loans are just a little too much burden for you to bear. And we are going to have this generous program that completely forgives every bit of debt on the student loan program. By the way, we've got all of this paper money in the Treasury Department for four and a half trillion dollars. We might as well just do a nice little accounting, moving it from the left side to the right side. And voila. Now, you tell me how grateful anybody who's got whatever amount of student loan money and how grateful they're going to be and guess who they're going to vote for? The ones who helped that process take place. The ones who 
Well, gave them their financial freedom, gave them their debt-free freedom going forward. I will vote for you for the rest of my life. And how many whites versus minorities are those student loans comprised of? I don't know, but there's plenty. Well, Hillary Clinton, she just made an announcement about her tuition plan that's going to raise $350 billion over the next 10 years. And here's how she does it. Can you guess? I mean, is it really difficult? It's a Democrat. It's what they do best. And it fits into the stereotype mantra that we've heard over and over and over again. It's all about taxing the rich. The wealthy can afford it. Like I've said, the wealth and wealthy of any civilization is what funds invention and innovation. You want a better mousetrap? Well, somebody's got to take the risk to invest in that better mousetrap, that potential better mousetrap. You keep zapping that wealth and wealth uh, out of that prosperity, that potential risk money, that capital that needs to be invested, you keep zapping that out, and pretty soon you have no invention and innovation because nobody's got any money. It's not that they're not willing to take the risk, but they're too busy paying off government that keeps absorbing a higher and higher percentage of the entire GDP of of everything, goods and services that we produce in this country. They just keep taking more and more. So here's Hillary's new 10-year tuition plan. I don't think this is quite going to get it done, but it's a tax on the wealthy. Where? No specifics. Of course, they're moaning and groaning about why Donald Trump doesn't have any specifics right now. And that brings up another thing. Look, Donald Trump, we know who he is. At some point, he has to make a transition to being presidential. He can still be himself, but he needs to be presidential. You've got all the attention, Donald. Now it's time to transition. It's time to grow into that mold if you really want to be president. All right, so here we've got also this two-pronged plan. You tax the wealthy for as much as they can get at this point. Then, this is really classic, you cut the interest rate on existing student loans so you can create more loans. This is just nothing but an accounting paper process. You cut the interest rates so now those people who have student loans don't have to pay as much But all of a sudden, that same amount is there. Well, guess what you can do now? Now that you've cut the interest rates on this and it's less total, you can take that balance, that excess of money available, and now go out there and start to lend it to even more. It's all of a numbers game at this point. It's trying to create as many people beholden to the government. And at some point, If push comes to shove, if the Democrats really think they need to murder, and one last executive action before Obama goes out the door is what? We forgive all student loans. Uh, You can register over here. All right, stick around for the last last segment here on Tim Burns Show.
Tim Burns Phenomenal Exhibit Services, you know, big business is done at these conventions. And if you are already participating in your industry's convention and somehow it just isn't working right, maybe your venue has moved from one city to the next and labor is a complete hassle. You know what it takes to have smooth logistics. I encourage you to give Nominal Exhibit Services a call at 303-901-9090. One phone call does it all. They manage the entire process. So again, take the hassles out. Call Nominal. 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. I'm going to get Sue something from this really cool jewelry website. What's the special occasion? There isn't one, but I was talking to Hank, and he said he went to JT Jewelry and got Jill something. And funny story, he was watching a movie and heard the line, the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. He goes to JT Jewelry and not only got our pair of earrings, he got our pendant too. He gives her the earrings and she loved them. A few minutes later, he gives her the pendant and tells her, let's go to the jewelry store and get fitted into a necklace that's just the way you want it. He got her two pieces of jewelry? Yeah, he said the prices were so good he couldn't resist, but the story gets better. They went to a company outing and the boss's wife saw the pendant and just loved it. Jill was a hit of the party. That must have made him feel good. Good, Hank said the night might have been even better than his wedding night. (laughs) (laughs) What's that website again? JT-Jewelry.com Burn show here. Let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, Cheryl Mills to destroy emails about boss Hillary Clinton. This again, this just fits what the Clintons do, what they've done from experience when they were in the White House before, how Hillary took this transitioned, this same kind of attitude. Hey, I am more important than every other American citizen that there is now because I'm Hillary Clinton and I did my time while my husband went through his fiasco and I supported him all along the way. So I get to do whatever I want to. Cheryl Mills to destroy emails about boss Hillary Clinton. And here's the headline from relatively the same story from CNN. Clinton certifies that she has turned over work-related emails. All right, let's go back to the one that actually I have posted on the website. It's highly informative. Again, any of those articles, and you'll notice if you're an avid listener here, you'll notice that those stories don't change much because they're timeless in a certain sense because they're just packed full of information. They're really good reads, they're packed full of information. There's a lot of learning. That's what I like to do, is find those bits of information that are power packed, that have a full summary, one might say. And that article regarding Cheryl Mills to destroy emails at the top of the, in case you missed it area, is well worth the read, even though I'm gonna go over as much as I can right now on it. In a letter sent to U.S. State Department and just filed today with U.S., I mentioned Judge Emmett G. Sullivan, first appointed by Reagan, then by H., uh, uh, Bush's father, um, H.G., and, uh, uh, and also by Clinton, and that's the capacity that Judge Emmett Sullivan sits in right now. Uh, he's, I think, again, if I remember correctly, he's the only— 
judge ever appointed three different times by three different presidents. Now, this guy's not letting, he's, he's not letting this song and dance by Clinton go through. And I'm sure he's gotten lots of, well, fan mail from the wild left regarding this. But Miss Mills does not believe she has paper copies. She doesn't believe? You mean she doesn't know? She doesn't know what her office and the different kind of file cabinets with different kind of paper exist? Wow. For somebody who's been with Hillary Clinton, she sure seems like she's a mess as far as untidy in her upkeep of what she does. She's a lawyer. Yeah, well, so that is uh, just to start this article. This is what, and this is why the judge is probably getting pretty frustrated. Miss Mills does not believe that she has paper copies of the potential records. Following our production on August 10th of the Defense Council's version of electronic records, we have this, (laughs) the counsel for Miss Mills, this is the counsel, this is her lawyer in front of the judge saying, we don't believe, we've converted them all into electronic records and papered them out and made copies for, for records of perpetuity. We have instructed her to delete any and all electronic records in her possession. So you organize everything, you keep, you copy, what's relevant, anything that's, well, anything that's going to have an effect on the image of Hillary Clinton Go ahead and don't make a copy of that. And then we, as your lawyer, delete everything else. Wipe the slate clean. Make sure there's no way whatsoever you can come back and actually find these hidden emails, especially if they're pieces of paper. Now, this is a far stretch, as the article says, from a statement by Miss Mills under penalty of perjury. Remember, this is the big hammer that's being held right now. There is penalty. Per- Remember David Petraeus? He did the same kind of emails. He paid $100,000 in fine. He got two years probation. What these, this whole system right now under Hillary Clinton is its own. This is actually bordering not just on innocent against the law behavior, but actual choice bound, well, criminal activity for lack of a better word. Judicial Watch has made an emergency filing in Judge Judge Sullivan's court to stop the further destruction of evidence of what may very well be assorted criminal conduct and violations of numerous federal laws. It is now clear that Mrs. Clinton, Miss Abedin, and Miss Mills plan to thumb their noses at the judge and the State Department. No one is cooperating despite their empty rhetoric to the contrary. And how can they get away with this? Because of the deadhead media. Because they want her. Because they have this system that ignores what's relevant when it comes to political outcomes that they desire as well as a particular political party that they're on board with. It is now clear uh, the correspondence that has been produced verifies that the State Department itself has not been forthcoming with Judge Sullivan. So what we have here is we have a real game plan. by those in the State Department covering for Hillary, by Hillary, who basically ran her own ballgame in the State Department. 
using her private, uh, with Judge Sullivan, with Congress, or anyone else, they have not been forthcoming. Using her private server allowed Miss Clinton to use an off-the-grid system for her entire tenure in the State Department, and the State Department kept that startling fact a secret for as long as possible. It took months even to discover these crucial facts from the State Department. So even the State Department saying, hey, we're working on it. Boy, there's just a mess. No, there was delay. Wasn't just, there's so much overload here, we can't process it in time. No, they actually delayed that whole process too. It took months even to discover those crucial facts. It is especially telling that there was no inspector general at the State Department while Mrs. Clinton led the department. That independent watchdog surely would have put a stop to such an illegal and unauthorized practice immediately. Obviously, as the article says, that is exactly why Clinton didn't allow an inspector general in the State Department. How did she get away with this? Well, the Clintons are used to it. They get away with it. And despite the Obama administration's countless claims that it knew nothing of her private account, the few emails already produced by Mrs. Clinton and by Clinton consigliere Sidney Blumenthal themselves belie that fact, as does the address itself, her email address itself. When one writes an email to the address clinton.com, one must know that it is not a state.gov address. And Clinton.com was the way she communicated with everyone in the administration and other branches of government. David Axelrod is the only one to be caught first. Equally remarkable. Now is a false assertion letter from Miss Mills to the State Department, which she claimed, like Secretary, this is Miss Mills, like Secretaries of State before her, Secretary Clinton at times used her personal email account when engaging with other officials on matters pertaining to the conduct of government business. It was her practice to use the official government email account. That's just a flat out lie. I hope she said that in front of the judge. All right. Well, go to TimBurnShow.com and don't forget to tell someone you love about Tim Burns Show. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.